0: Welcome to Your Business Greatness. I am your host, Simone Sloan, the executive strategist. And really, our mission here is to educate business owners, professionals, the community at large. Today, we're talking about betting on yourself, and I'm your host today, Simone Sloan. And when we talk about betting on ourselves, right, how many times have we second-guessed our abilities, downplayed our efforts? or not even taking risks to move our career forward. Because sometimes it may be within us, or you bounce the idea off so excited about it with others, and they're all of a sudden ready to, to smash it down, and then you don't move forward because someone told you no. But when the stakes are high and you're not sure who's got your back, it's even more important to dig in and find our inner strength, find our power to really bet on ourselves and win. Today, I have a lovely guest. Anja Louisa-Smith from Berlin, Germany. Hello. <laughs> I am so excited because we had a wonderful conversation last week and a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, just wanted to, your story was just so moving that I thought, what a great title, betting on yourself and hearing your story as an entrepreneur, as a woman in business. So why don't we, I would love to introduce yourself to our, to our audience. Mm-hmm. go ahead
1: yeah thank you simon thank you for your invitation and thank you, you know, for inviting me to to this podcast yeah how can i introduce myself so you know what i do professionally is today i work as a coach as a trainer and as a facilitator for organizations and companies i accompany individuals leaders teams in their development with regards to their personal challenges or emotional competencies next career steps, and healthy balance in work life. And my focus in my work is communication, leadership, and health. But that has not always been the case. So before I actually started my work as a coach and a trainer and a facilitator, I worked as a journalist and as a PR and communication consultant in business. And, you know, it took me quite a long time to come to the spot where I am professionally right now. And, you know, this journey was uh, not always that easy. And, yeah, I think this is, you know, uh, what I would like to share a little oh, bit about today.
0: Great, great. But also, I want to step back a bit, too, because and just acknowledge the time in which we're in, right? Because so many of us, right, are, given the COVID experience, are at different levels and, a dif- and feeling so many different things. So how are things in Berlin? Do you mind sharing a little bit in terms of your, what's going on?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. So in Berlin, the situation is we, we have a lockdown here. So we are, uh, schools have closed, only um, gro- grocery shops are open and, you know, no cafes, no uh, re- restaurants are open anymore. And people are restricted in their ways of moving. We, we can go outside but uh, we are only allowed to go outside uh, with another person so only two people at the same time Mm. and we have to really obey this kind of distance between the two of us when we are moving outside so this is the situation in Berlin but I think most people are just happy that they can still leave their houses and you know that this is you know we we can move freely, more
0: or less. Good. Well, th- thanks for sharing that, just for yeah. other people to understand um, what, that we're all in this together. Mm. So, and I appreciate you sharing what you do, but my, I love the being and the people, and I'm just curious in terms of, if someone would ask, who are you, what would you say?
1: Well, who I am, you know, I I am, well, I'm i I'm a woman who loves movement, who loves being in nature, being outside, being in meditation. And still I dance tango. I'm a mother of a 17 year old daughter, which I raised from the age of her age of four years old by myself. So I'm a single mom and I'm just, I'm just curious about life you know mm-hmm. I just really like and love life and liveliness and development and I think that you know there is so much potential out there in our lives and our person and personalities and for me this is just magic <laughs> recover, you know some yeah some little bit some little piece of of potential you know, for in, in myself, in my clients, in my daughter, in nature.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love what you said is being curious. Because when you're curious, you, you end up wanting to learn more and, and you're asking a lot of questions. And that's where the magic comes through, right? Because you, you just listen and just to see what the responses are, what's happening. So I, I love that you said curiosity and magic. So that's lovely. Yes. So I know you also mentioned to me that you're an introvert. And, <laughs> and so I was also curious in terms of being an introvert, right? How has that helped you professionally in your journey or personally?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at first sight, it doesn't actually, doesn't seem like a help. Um, mm. it, it seems more like an obstacle, you know, being a coach, being a trainer, standing in front of groups as an introvert, this is not, you know, something you actually wish for but at the same time i uh, i have experienced that many of uh, the people i work with are also introverts and it definitely can understand both sides in people i i see and i can understand people who just love to be outside to be with people and you know who really thrive in company of others that's me (laughs) yes and and i also can see you know when people are more shy need more time to to open up and I think this is uh, something which really helped me a lot with with many clients because I really feel that many people are that way and this is not promoted that much in our society Mm -hmm. in our business world Mm -hmm. you know it's more like you have to you have to be open you have to you know talk easily you have to like to be with people all the time this is you know what it's like uh, mainstream and the other to be introvert is more like yeah a little bit the shadow side mm. but as many people actually do have this introvert side i think it's just important to acknowledge the beauty about that
0: yeah, I think it's really important to to acknowledge all sides of of, of people, right, in terms of the, the extroverts who who are thriving and get the energy off of others. And then those who just kind of need to, to, they give it, but need to kind of step back a bit and give them their space. I always found it interesting in terms of when you talk about inclusion, because I think you kind of alluded to that a little bit about how to include everybody in the conversation and recognize where people are in terms of their personalities and how much they can give in terms of energy and not discredit that, right? In yeah. terms of, because they are valued, they have a lot to say, but how, how are you engaging them in a different way to allow them to have a voice and be heard and be valued? Mm-hmm. So, I, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, as a businesswoman, and you mentioned that you're a daughter, I was just curious in terms of what motivated you to go from the communication side and transition to to, to, to working, being an entrepreneur.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Simon, it was, um, I, I really liked working as a communication consultant and I did it well. You know, I had a career in that. I was managing a team. I was working in international organizations with that. And at the same time, I just felt like this is not really that what I'm Mm. born to do in life. There is something else and I just couldn't grasp it really. And then it was just more a feeling, a sensation that this is not just it. And and then actually when I became pregnant, this really turned out to be a, a great time in terms of observing myself, showing or... Living up to another kind of personality, you know, which something which has a little bit bit hidden before, and when my child was born, my daughter was born, I realized that I have to change my career because you know I thought first it is because the daughter is the, the, the child is there, and I you know working in a PR agency is not as easily combined with you know little baby than i would liked it to be so i thought you know maybe it is i need to look for a different job but then i realized no i really would like to work with people more and i really would you know be more involved in development of people supporting people to really thrive and you know be and 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 show their potentials more and this really got me that much that I, at a certain point, when my daughter was four years old, I realized I cannot go back to public relations and communication anymore. This is really something which is engaging me so much, which is, you know, so much fun and so so much fulfillment to me, that I need to move on with that. And from that point on, there was that there was no point of this was my point of no return. I, no, I couldn't go back.
0: Were you in Berlin at the time, or were you in a different different location? No, I was in Berlin, Berlin. already. Got it. Yeah, and so then, in ter- tell me about that as transitioning, or even thinking about that, working in Berlin as a woman with the baby, and we can all relate to that as women, right? Because mm-hmm. we're juggling so much, and we're supposed to be. Wonder Woman, if you will. Right. In terms yeah. of doing everything. And yeah. sometimes we don't really, you know, we, we do as best as we can and it's okay. And giving yeah. us that permission to be okay. So yeah. I'm just curious then what were some of the challenges or obstacles, if you will, that, mm. uh, that you faced going through this transition?
1: hmm so um, the first challenge really was that at that time, the marriage between my then husband and me we split up so i was I was with my i was at my at myself I was with my daughter I was a single mom without you know having support for my family who who lives like five hundred kilometers far away so that was one one thing The second was that Berlin is a city where many coaches are there are lots uh, of coaches and trainers here and in addition Berlin is not a place uh, where a lot of industry or big companies are so you know you don't have these affluent clients who really pay well for coaching and training jobs and for that matter, many people really told me, no, don't do this because, you know, there are too many obstacles there. It is too risky and uh, you, you will not, you know, get your feet on the ground in Berlin as a coach, as a single mom without, you know, any kind of family support. So I was sitting there and I, was, I, I felt this urgent need that this is, this is what I want to do and this is what I need to do. At the same time, I had like all, you know, many people telling me this is not, you know, this is not going to work.
0: Mm.
1: And I, I then decided that I have to listen to my inner voice and I need to follow this voice. And, you know, by doing this step by step, there there, people came my way who supported me. You know, there were great teachers friends who really believe that this is what I have to do. Also, you know, my sister and some, you know, some members of my family really supported me, although they were far away, but you know, just, you know, by by believing that Mm -hmm. this is what I have to do. Absolutely. And so, you know, slowly, slowly, I move forward step by step. Nice.
0: Yeah, because how many of us decide not to apply for that promotion or that new job or go for their dream, right, that vision of creating something? And, you know, some of us would rather sit on the sidelines and I call that like, you know, you know I don't know if you know the reference of Brown Charlie Brown, but he's always looking at the outside the window and always like, oh gosh, I wonder what it would be like. I wonder what it would be like. I, should I do it or should I not do it? And, and I loved when you said inner voice, because I totally believe if you can get that, how did you get there then to, to hear that inner voice? What was it?
1: Yeah, what was it? That is actually a good question. Mm. As I said, you know, I, I really think that for me, it was like having, having become a mom, which kind of, you know, made this inner voice that loud that I could just not overhear it anymore. For other people, clients I work with, I, I, I often hear it is some kind, maybe a, it is a disease or a split up or a, you know, a certain situation in life where people all of a sudden have the option to listen to this inner voice. And I think when this happens to you, it is really a great opportunity to, to grow a potential and to, to grow into your potential. And I can only invite and encourage people to then really follow absolutely,
0: and listen. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I always say in terms of really finding that inner voice, you kind of have to get that calm mm. and that peace and connection with self to really start listening and getting more aware of, mm-hmm. of what's happening, right? 360. Yeah. But also, it's, it, I also say you take a, it takes a tribe to, to, to create something, and getting like-minded people who are going to support you no matter what and show their strength kind of gets you to say, okay, I've got to step up now. I said I'm going to do this, right? So yes. I think that's, that's amazing in terms of really getting into that mindset and, and, and getting into action. But, okay, so you decide you're going to do it. You've got your support. What keeps you going?
1: And you were, you were just talking about, you know, getting connected to yourself. And this is really something which helped me all the way through, you know. 30 years ago, I started with yoga. And, you know, slowly this yoga became, became so important to me that I also looked into meditation. And for 20 years now, I, I'm practicing meditation. And during meditation, and, you know, I do meditations really sitting still on a, on a cushion and, you know, just listening to myself. And I also do moving meditation, conscious dance or yoga, and both work for me. And it is during meditation, I become calm. I become connected to myself. I, I can listen deeper to what, you know, what is there how i am in this very moment and what is important to me right now and this to me really helped me all the way through every time you know when i have doubts i'm i'm you know try to make time to become still yeah yeah
0: i like that so i'm just curious then because you know as most of us some of us right going into this stepping out of our comfort zone is really what you're saying and you have your inner strength and then so you're stepping out of your comfort zone and it's as an introvert too it's like oh my goodness I now I'm on myself I have to market myself I have to be with others yeah (laughs) what's going on what's going on there and what's going through your head at that moment
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, actually yeah you this is the point you know market to market myself is still something I, I, I'm training myself in you know but what really helped me is when I change my perspective on what I do what what is actually marketing myself what is that I read a great book which really helped me changing my perspective from I'm marketing myself to I'm marketing what I have to offer mm. and I'm I'm I am marketing I'm I'm you know talking about what what my services are, because those services might be needed by, by others. You know, what I can offer maybe another person, this is just what another person, you know, helps. And in, when I realized that, it became clear to me that not talking about what I have to offer is not being generous. And I always considered myself being a generous person. And all of a sudden, I realized hmm, holding back these kind of you know strengths and competencies I have this is not generous at all so this really helped me this kind of you know change in perspective to be more open in marketing and talking <laughs> about myself.
0: I love the mindset shift and then that whole but it also goes
1: into that embodiment
0: piece that you also bring and you also shared earlier that you do tango so yeah, tell me, cool. how did that come into play? And how does that work with embodiment and, and you being the introvert? Because I've taken tango, I've, I've done the lessons, I love it. But yeah. it's also the sensual kind of, you know, display of dancing that you can mm-hmm. be. So tell us about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, embodiment is for me also some kind of meditation, really. It is one way of really connecting to yourself. And as the body is the body is very powerful in doing that because it is so direct. You know, there is no no way around. So when you connect to your body, you very, very clearly feel immediately how you actually, you know, put yourself into life. And this is also true for tango. Tango is, to me, is a way of, you now of course it is a dance. It's a beautiful dance. It's a sensual dance. You know, it really is, you know, getting in touch also with yourself, your own sensuality, and it is a it is a communication it's it's a communicative story uh, you know that as long as you dance with someone you're communicating mm. all the way with, with very very small little signals sometimes and in addition, I think to me it, there is an, a third layer Tango is also really also shows to me how you put yourself into relationships Mm. and I I have learned so much about how I am in relationships when I look at how I do tango (laughs) how can I open to another person you know how do I I really how do I trust another person you know how do I show my trust where do I hold back uh, where, you know, where do I play? Where, where you know, actually I also go into a play or offer a play. And, you know, all these little kind of aspects of, you know, re- relationships. So what do I do when I have gotten a signal wrong? The person wanted it the other way and I realized only later, you know, how do I, what do I, what do I do then? You know, this kind of, all these little kind of things which happen in tango every single you know moment this is just um, a great metaphor for you know being in a relationship
0: absolutely but also those are things too when you think about the theme that we're going at in terms of betting on yourself are the things that you need to do for yourself you talked about trust mm-hmm. under being aware of the changes and what happens when do i hold back and when do i push forward and take those risks Yes. Right? So at, those are all, and I love when you said the areas in which I play. I say, I think that's like in terms of, well, where are my comfort areas? And where am I willing to put myself out there yes. and be seen? Yes. Right? So I think that that's really awesome.
1: If yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you were to look at it then from your journey, what will what you tell the audience in terms of your key learnings?
1: Hmm. So I think my first key learning is really connecting to yourself. This is, I think, to me, really the most important thing. Connecting to yourself, be, becoming, become aware of yourself. This is the first I would mention. And to, for me, it is meditation in nature and, you know, body, bodily movements, which help me with that. My second, the second learning is the, the, the solution is already there you know there are great great advices out there and also when i work with people I, I i sometimes feel like yeah maybe i have an advice for you but at at, this, at the same time i uh, i know everything the person needs is already there you know i am as a coach i am just there to help him recognize and surface this and this is also true for groups, actually. You know, groups have an inner wisdom and inner an inner knowledge. And it surfaces when you as a facilitator, when I as a facilitator, leave space and time for the group to actually get to this point. So the solutions are already there. We just need to get to see them. And the third point is, the third lesson I learned is we are all connected and i think the coronavirus really brought home this lesson to us to all of us yeah and and we are connected also in the positive sides in the in the positive way so with our hearts and it does matter what i do not only for myself but for every other person on this planet and you know this to me is just you know it's just very important to to realize to recognize and to to go with that every absolutely. day absolutely yeah. That's,
0: that's beautiful thank you thank yeah, you yeah you're welcome <laughs> so luisa how do people get in contact with you how would you like them to reach out to you
1: so i i am in on linkedin so with my name anja luisa schmidt um you can find me on linkedin i think there is only one anja luisa there <laughs> um, and this, the second path is you can just just write me an email and my email address is mail at Anja slash Luisa slash Schmidt dot DE for Germany. Oh, thank
0: you. Thank you. So definitely learn more about Anja and all the great work that she's done. And, you know, the journey is so human in terms of just understanding that, yes, there are going to be obstacles. Yes, you're going to have challenges. Yes, but there are things that you have to find to motivate yourself. But the one thing that I loved is the when you ended with the relationship and really understanding how do you trust yourself, how do you understand where your comfort zones are and what are you willing to do. But then also connecting, being aware, right? I think those are really some great tips. So thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Pleasure to have you on the Your Business Greatness. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for joining us on Your Business Greatness. I am your host, Simone Sloan, and love to see you next time.